Hey, welcome 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 to this week's podcast by What's New on the Net. I am your favorite host Saurabh Gaswala in the studio, bringing you all the tech headlines from this week. Before I begin let me tell my listeners about the tremendous response we have been receiving about this podcast. Thank you to all of you. On that note, let's begin the show. So here are some of the important tech news stories of this week. Well, there's been a lot that's happened this week so let's dig right in. One of the biggest stories to hit the headlines was Microsoft's decision to sunset the current localized version of social network LinkedIn. Microsoft has explained the rationale behind the decision on its official blog. It said, and I quote, While we've found success in helping Chinese members find jobs and economic opportunity, we have not found that same level of success in the more social aspects of sharing and staying informed, We're also facing a significantly more challenging operating environment and greater compliance requirements in China." Microsoft's new strategy for China will be to focus on helping China-based professionals find jobs in China, and Chinese companies find quality candidates. Later this year, the IT major will launch In Jobs, a standalone jobs application for China. In Jobs will not include a social feed or the ability to share posts or articles. Microsoft said this decision to close LinkedIn China aligned with its commitment to create economic opportunity for every member of the global workforce. So to me from the looks of it, in jobs will simply be a plain vanilla job posting board. That was Microsoft and China for you. Now moving on to another Chinese company, TikTok. But before I go there, here's another interesting nugget of information. Did you know in China TikTok is known as Douyin? Douyin is a video-sharing-focused social networking service owned by Chinese company ByteDance. So why was the name changed to TikTok for the rest of the world? If anyone out there knows the answer, do send in your replies. Now for the news. In a stricter enforcement of community rules, TikTok has announced it was introducing improved mute settings for comments and questions during live streams. So get this. Now, the host or their trusted helper can temporarily mute an unkind viewer for a few seconds or minutes, or for the duration of the live stream. If an account is muted for any amount of time, that person's entire comment history will also be removed. Hosts on live can already turn off comments or limit potentially harmful comments using a keyword filter. All this, said TikTok, was being done to further empower hosts and audiences alike to have safe and entertaining live streams. An alert! If you are a startup owner, or the CEO or co-founder of a tech or internet company, or an app, and want to tell your story to the world, get in touch with us. We are launching a new segment called So What's Your Story? where you can tell your story to the world. Write in to whatsnewonthenet.com at gmail.com with your request. There's a link provided in the podcast intro which you may also use to leave a voice message behind. Thanks. Hey welcome back. No podcast on tech can be complete without one story on Facebook and its associate companies right 
Facebook announced this week it was making available end-to-end -end encrypted optional layer of security to protect WhatsApp backups stored on Google Drive or iCloud. No other global messaging service at this scale provides this level of security for their users' messages, media, voice messages, video calls and chat backups, claimed Facebook. You can now secure your end-to-end -end encrypted backup with either a password of your choice or a 64-digit encryption key that only you know. Neither WhatsApp nor your backup service provider will be able to read your backups or access the key required to unlock it, according to FB. Before I carry on with the rest of this bulletin, let me remind listeners that all the news around the internet, the World Wide Web and technology can be found on our website whatsnewonthenet.com so don't forget to visit it during the week. Moving ahead, Canva, the $40 billion design software startup announced a video editing suite this week. Launched in 2013, Canva has been around for a while, and picking up momentum over the years. Unlike the competition, Canva focuses on democratization of design, creating a UI that allows anyone to make just about anything, from slide decks to t-shirts to social media assets. Video editing was something sorely lacking but with the introduction of the new feature, things are likely to pick up at Canva. Okay. So now moving on to our weekly startup segment. This bit of information is about the combination of digital currency and non-fungible tokens, NFTs. As some of you would know, NFTs are all the rage now. Coinbase NFT, a marketplace for buying, selling, showcasing, and discovering non-fungible tokens is coming soon. Coinbase said in an announcement that just as it had made it easier and more secure for millions of people to access Bitcoin, it wanted to do the same for NFTs. It said it was making NFTs more accessible by building user-friendly interfaces that put the complexity behind the scenes. It was also adding social features that open new avenues for conversation and discovery. And for those of you who are new to NFTs, just go to our website and search for NFTs. We have an entire section on it. In the second startup story, I introduce Lemon.io. Now, it is really challenging to acquire the right developer for a given project or startup. How do companies separate the wheat from the chaff? How do they find the best person for the job? Quite honestly, there is no way to be certain that you're hiring the right developer for your needs. However, Lemon.io, a new recruitment resource, promises to provide the answer. Lemon.io takes a different approach to onboarding developers, and it undertakes to find the best person for a job at hand within 24 hours. The platform vets all developers who aspire to become one of Lemon.io's recruits. Project developers have to do much more than provide a CV, they have to prove that they are competent in English by completing a test. Next, they are interviewed, live, by one of the experienced developers on Lemon.io's team. What this means is that Lemon.io can offer startups developers that fits their needs perfectly. Additionally, the employer can be certain that the developers are up to the task. To know more about this startup go to our website whatsnewonthenet.com. A word of caution. 
listeners are strongly advised to do their due diligence before buying or downloading any of the startups featured here. Startup profiles are only for information purposes and this podcast does not vouch for any of their features. Okay, so it's a wrap up for this episode. How was it? Hope all of you liked it. Please do keep sending us your comments on the link provided in the podcast intro. Really look forward to it. And a call out to startups. Please do get in touch with us if you want us to tell your story on this podcast. Now it's time for me, your host Saurabh Gaswala to say goodbye. Until next Sunday folks, stay safe. <laughs>